we are starting tonight, and uh, I, I chose Galatians to be in the book of Galatians. And tonight I'm just going to give you kind of an introduction to the book of Galatians from the first five verses in chapter 1 of Galatians. Galatians chapter 1, verse 1, Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and the God of, of the Father who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia, grace be to you and peace from God, the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from the present evil world according to the will of God and our Father. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Father, we thank you tonight, Lord. We just ask you to open our hearts and minds, Lord, as we get into your word in the book of Galatians. Lord, we just follow, just ask you to lead us and guide us through it, Lord, and help us be what we need to be. Lord, we just ask you to touch each one, lift us up, and encourage us. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Uh, really, I want to talk about in this book of Galatians is talking about the uh, finding your true identity in Jesus Christ. Uh, unshackled and what it really means to, to be free in Jesus Christ in this book the apostle Paul is writing this and this is one of the earliest writings of his ministry and he's writing this particular book to the refute some of the things that's going on in the lives of the people at the church and tonight I want to give you an introduction to the, what the book is about and the first five verses here but I believe you'll, you'll give an understanding of what Paul is doing and the foundation of what Paul was uh, dealing with in here in this book. There's a trouble that was a stirring in Galatia. It's important to understand that the book of Galatians is Paul's response to some trouble that was being stirred among the churches in, in Galatia. In verse 2, Paul said, and all the brethren which are with me unto the churches at Galatia. When you find a lot of times in Paul's writing, he's writing to a particular church. He wrote, wrote to the church of Ephesus, and he wrote to the church of Thessalonica, and then he wrote to the church of Corinth. But here, there's a clusters of churches that are around Galatia that Paul had visited, that Paul had preached in, and he'd been there twice. And he was laying foundations and he was preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ and, and he had visited them, he, had, he was uh, uh, with them. But now Paul is writing to a response and to what was happening in those churches in that region of Galatia. These, these churches were sister churches. They, uh, they often uh, interact with each other. They may have done ministry together. And they, uh, uh, the Paul was writing to them because something had gone wrong and it's troubling the Apostle Paul. And that comes off at the very beginning when Paul starts writing. Paul seems to be troubled about uh, what is happening in Galatia. There is a stirring going on so what is troubling Paul you study the book of Galatians you'll find there's a group of Judaizers uh, that comes in these churches after Paul has went in and preached the gospel that Paul has gone in and laid the foundation of Jesus Christ these a group of Judaizers have come in and they infiltrated their doctrine in with the churches and it was all against Paul's preaching the trouble that Paul's facing is not an external 
problem and a struggle in the churches, but it's an internal struggle within the churches that Paul's facing. It's that false doctrine that's being preached in the churches of Galatia. That, that, that uh, the heresy that was going on, those uh, uh, teachers that crept in unaware the Bible talks about. And they had planted some seeds of heresy among the people of God. And that has always been the battle that Paul had to face in his ministry. And it's what's happening internal in the church. It's not what's external. And as Paul has invested in giving his life to the churches, there are those that came in behind him and tried to infiltrate what he has spoken about. If you take the time to read every one of the chapters, and I encourage you to read the whole book of Galatians, and you'll get an understanding as we go through it. Some of those writings he had addressed some bad doctrine. He addressed some false teachers. He addressed some uh, 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 those that came in behind him. Uh, and he said, uh, John said, they went out among us and they were not of us. And, and, it, and they, they had this form of godliness. And they spoke just enough about Christ to maybe seem like they knew what they were talking about. And they, they knew they had the right stuff, but they didn't really have it. So these Judaizers that came in behind Paul and decided to uh, infiltrate him. Paul talked about it in the book of Philippians. He said, beware of the dogs, beware of those evildoers, beware of the concessions. Because beware of those spiritual butchers. In 1 Corinthians, he warns them about the wisdom of the scribes. He talks about uh, they would present Christ as a stumbling block unto the Jews. In Colossians, he warned them about those that said Christ was flesh and blood. Paul talks about in Thessalonians, those that rejected the resurrection of Christ and said he really wasn't coming back. They were giving them false doctrine to the church. In, in, in uh, 1 Timothy, uh, he talks about those that departed the faith, the doctrine, and of e de devils and seducing spirits. Then he talks about the Jewish fables. Those that uh, uh, subvert whole households, those that uh, unruly, vain talkers, and they come in. And even in his dying breath in 2 Timothy, and Paul is talking about those men that are fighting against him at the end and wrestling him. And he's talking about, those, uh, uh, about the truth. He, he said, in perilous times shall come. They'll, they'll have a form of godliness, but denying the power of God thereof. And they should turn away. They will not endure sound doctrine. I, I truly believe that's where we're at today. I believe that we can take a look and see what's going on in churches today. And that, that is still a struggle that's going on in the churches. Uh, the greatest problem that we struggle with is not the external problems or uh, the things on the outside, but we wrestle with the internal problems because we feel the pressure of the outside world on the inside of the church today. And the closer we get to the return of Christ, and, I, and I, I believe that Satan has discovered the, the most effective, uh, greatest uh, uh, promotion that he can do is not from the outside, but to join the church and cause problems on the inside of the church. Something there. 
Paul is writing this so that those people in Galatians can understand there's something going on. And he's getting stirred up about it. And if you think about it, uh, it he, Paul has invested his life into this ministry. I mean, he, he's, he, Paul saw or saw of Tarsus, and then he's Paul, he's called of God, and he, he's invested his time and his life in this churches here. He's planted churches, and he's going in and telling them, this is what the doctrine of God is. This is what Jesus Christ taught. And then you have these people that come in behind him and try to uh, 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 uh just invalidate his ministry. They, they'll come up to him and say, and the people at the, the churches there says, well, you really can't trust Paul. Paul. Paul is talking some false doctrine. Paul is talking some, uh, some false stuff. Paul is not uh, giving you the true answer. In fact, they're telling them, hey, uh, uh, Paul is just trying to be something he ain't. They, they say, Paul ain't like Peter or James and John. Uh, he's not even part of them. Uh, he, he's trying to do something. He's on the outside. He's not called of them. So they, they tried to invalidate the ministry of Paul by accusing Paul of not being what Paul says he is. And let me just say this, if you can invalidate the man, you invalidate the message that the man is bringing. So they want to destroy Paul, and Paul was trying to tell them that uh, this is what God said, and they come in and says, well, Paul is not that kind of man. In fact, they would look at him and say, hey, Paul may have invested some time in your church, but you really can't trust Paul. You've got to remember, Paul was Saul, and you've got to remember there was times that Paul, you remember on the road to Damascus, he had the letters in his pockets, and he was coming to kill you, and in fact, he even killed some of your brethren. It affected to every one of y'all you can't trust this guy he's not the same one day the next he, he, he you cannot trust this guy even though he's invested time in the church and even though he's invested time in your family this man is, cannot be trusted because he's preaching false doctrine they, they Judaizers come in and say, hey, you know, Paul's talking about uh, grace and Paul's talking about faith, uh, but you understand that you must be circumcised in order to keep the law. Paul's not talking, preaching the law. Paul, Paul's to, preaching grace. Uh, uh, Paul's not preaching uh, that, uh, uh, that law saves. Paul's talking to you that you've got faith and grace in Jesus alone is all you need. Paul's not typing. He's preaching what uh, Moses gave us. So they want to invalidate Paul. He's not like the rest of the people. He's not like the uh, disciples. In fact, they even said Paul is not of the twelve. Paul did not see Jesus. Paul didn't handle the word of God. Paul says, I, I, I might not have seen him. I might not have touched him. But Paul said, I heard him. Paul said, I heard him. Paul's whole ministry is built on what he had heard from Jesus Christ. It's not what he saw, it's not what he touched, but he built his ministry on what he heard from Jesus Christ. These Judaizers coming in and says, you know what, Paul is not to be trusted. He is not a man 
like everyone else. He's not like all the other disciples. He wasn't chose. He wasn't called. Uh, he's, not, uh, he's not certified for the board. He's not this and he's not that. They said we can, and they come in and said, if we can invalidate the Paul, the man, then they can invalidate the message. They, they, the Judaizers tell them, hey, it's the law that saves. You've got you to be circumcised. You've got to keep those ritual rites. You've got you to wash your hands at a certain time. You've you got to go through all these rituals in order to be saved. Paul said, hey, no. Grace alone, faith alone, Jesus Christ alone is saved. And they didn't want to hear that. You know that uh, uh, God gave Mo, uh, Abraham the circumcision and it was of Abraham God. He says, well, you must be circumcised. You can have faith, but you must keep these rituals in your life in order to maintain your salvation. Boy, we see that today, don't we? People get saved. The, the mainstream denominations are preaching today, if you get saved, but you've got to be baptized. You must be baptized. Our mainstream denominations are preaching today, hey, you get saved, you got to act this way, you got to talk this way, you got to dress this way. Can I say this? Anytime you add anything to the Word of God is heresy. And anytime you take away something from the Word of God is heresy. Don't try to say God said this when God did not say this. Don't say that you got to keep the rituals. Don't say you got to uh, wash your hands at a certain time. You got to be circumcised. Don't say that. It is grace alone, faith alone, in Jesus Christ alone that keeps salvation. But that's not what they were going around telling the churches that Paul had set up and had done with. They, they wanted to invalidate the man. And they want to invalidate the message that Paul preached. They understood this. If they can destroy the man, that means absolute. You know what? If you can take the day, if you can invalidate the preacher today, invalidate the church today, the message that the church is trying to put out is invalidated. It's no good. Because, like I said, there's mainstream denominations that are saying you must do this, you must do that, and you must keep this, you must keep that. And let me just say this, if you don't just preach Jesus Christ only, something's wrong. They were telling them they had to keep this, they had to keep that, they got to do this, they had to keep the rituals. They wanted to invalidate the message, they wanted to invalidate Paul. And Paul said, hey, I, I, I'm telling you, I, I didn't see him, I, I didn't hear him, uh, I didn't uh, touch him, but I heard God. Paul tells him in verse number one, Paul, an apostle. He's making that statement to him. He said, it is I, I'm an apostle. And then he says, I'm not credited by man. I'm not credited by Peter, not credited by John, but by Jesus Christ. He says, he's the one that certifies me. He's the one that called me. He's the one that placed me. He's the one told me what I need to do. He is one no man, no man has told me what I need to do. He wanted to know that, that Paul was stirred up about this. It got to him. He, he said, hey, I, I, he, in fact, he asked him, says, who hindered you? Then, then he says, oh, foolish Galatians. 
He was upset with the people. He, he, he was aggravated what they were going through. He says, you had set the plan. You had done the things right. You were going through the mud. You were doing what you're supposed to do. But who hindered you? He said, I marvel you're so soon removed from him that called you. I cannot believe how far you've been removed from the gospel. What I have told you, what I have preached to you, I cannot believe you've gone so far away. The tone that Paul takes with them is disgruntled. He's, he's disgruntled about the false teaching that's going on in the churches here. And it has affected their, their mindset and their ability to grow in sanctification. They believe they've been sanctified on base on what they do. They're saying, hey, I'm sanctified because I keep this ritual. I'm sanctified because I do this. I'm sanctified because of that. You cannot do anything to be sanctified. Anytime you try to sanctify yourself, you're going to wind up having spiritual competition because you're going to think you're better. Anybody else. Your sanctification comes from Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. You can't sanctify yourself. I'm a bit more spiritual than uh, I, I'm, I'm a little bit more spiritual than that. All your sanctification comes from grace. By grace, sanctification, by grace, there's no way to give you. And, and can I say this to those who do believe once you're saved? It does not give you a license to sin. It doesn't give you free reign to sin. It just gives you the motivation to live a holy life. Amen. Paul says, I'm an apostle. He wanted to know that he was an apostle. He's not a, a fake. He might have been Saul of Tarsus, but now he's Paul, a great preacher. He wanted to set things right after these Judaizers that came in and, and tried to discredit Paul, tried to discredit the, uh, his message. And in fact, in, in, in the end of the book, in, Latin, in chapter 6, he said, I've written this epistle, I've written this letter unto you in my own hand. He said, this is big in my heart, and it should be big in your heart. But Paul was an apostle, one who was commissioned, one who was sent, and one who was divine right to preach of another country. He said his authority came from not man, not no anybody, but it came from God, Jesus Christ. Paul says, I had a personal experience with him. He said, let me tell you about the time I was on the road to Damascus. I heard the voice of God. Paul's ministry was based on what he heard. They tried to invalidate the man, Paul. They tried to invalidate the message. And basically that's all what this book is about, trying to invalidate what Paul was preaching. 
They had, there's also a truth being spoken. Paul said, all the brethren which are with me. Then he said, grace be to you and peace of God. You read every one of the writings of Paul's, that phrase is always at the beginning of the book. Grace be to you and peace of God. And the message is grace. Can I tell you, Jesus Christ and plus nothing equals everything? It equals everything. Jesus Christ plus nothing equals everything. For, grace by, for by grace you are saved through faith and not of yourselves. It is a gift of God. Look at chapter 6 right quick. I'll finish with that Verse number 13, they have came in behind him and told them, that, hey, Paul didn't know what he was talking about. Paul's an outsider. Paul is trying to build up his own ministry. Paul's trying to get a big following. Paul is wanting to set himself up, for, you know, like these big preachers do today. Paul is trying to do that. Paul is wanting a large following. But Paul spoke the truth. Verse 13, For neither then, but then, neither they themselves who were circumcised kept the law. They wanted them to know that. Hey, these guys that's telling you that you need to be this, they couldn't keep the law themselves. But desire to have you circumcised that you may glorify in your flesh. Hey, you're just saying, hey, I'm glorifying what I can do. Uh, even though they, they say you must be circumcised and to keep the law, they couldn't do it themselves. Verse 14. But God forbid that I should glory. Saved in the cross. Of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the, the by whom the world is crucified unto me, and I unto the world. Paul gives them where he's from. Paul tells them he, his creditation. Paul says, "This is what I preach, and it's the truth." And yet, there's people who come in and preach false doctrine. That's still a problem in the world today: of false doctrine, preaching false doctrine. Can I say, if you take this book here and somebody tells you something and you can't find it in this book, it's false doctrine. It ain't right. Paul was trying to get them, wanted them to understand. He, he invested time into the churches there. It was a cluster of churches. He invested their, his time into them, wanting them to grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. But somebody came along and hindered that. What Paul asked them, you did run well, but who hindered you? It could be quest asked today of the churches today. You did run well. You remember the day you got saved? You remember the day you really got saved? I mean, when God really got a hold of you. You got up running and hitting the ground running. You were just on fire for God. You thought you could go out and tell everybody and get everybody saved. Amen? Who hindered you? Who stopped you? What changed you? 
over the years, and I've been through the churches over years, and I've heard doctrine after doctrine after doctrine. And then when I go back in the Word of God, I cannot find what they preached years ago. They were preaching what they believed to be right. Paul preached nothing but the truth. There are churches today that's preaching nothing but the truth. But yet there's false teachers who come in behind you and destroy everything that God is trying to do. The devil just, the devil, he says, I'm not going to try to destroy the church out from outside. He says, it's, it's, it, you can't do it. But what the devil does is I'll join the church and defeat them on the inside. And I've been in some churches, there's been some waylaying fighting going on. I mean, churches split over the color of a book. We're really, we really just lost sight of who we in here for. So just getting you started in the Galatians, we'll go through this book of Galatians, but on Sunday nights, we'll do the book of Galatians. 